Ladies and gentlemen, as the title suggests, we are uncertified financial planners. We are not professionals. I repeat, we are not professionals. Before you make any financial decisions, please contact an official certified financial advisor or planner. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 11 of the Uncertified Financial Planners podcast and the first YouTube video. Video cast, what are you going to call it for this? How are you feeling, Ethan? I'm feeling great. We're uh, we're progressing in the world of podcasting mm. and uh, content creation. Mm. Uh, there's quite a few new content creators per year. Uh, it's one of the more fast growing like jobs that you can get, uh, especially in our generation. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're part of that is pretty cool, uh, especially because we make the best content out of anybody That's in the right. entire world when it comes to financial. Uh, Unprofessional financial, financial content. Anything. Yeah, so that's a good thing. We're uh, we're feeling good. The market's actually green. Uh, September was the worst month for the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, since March 2020, which, as you might remember, March 2020 was the beginning of COVID actually mm-hmm. affecting the market. So the fact that September was the worst month since then, if not actually worse than March, I don't know exactly. That's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I lost quite a quite a bit of money in the, the month of September. Um, so hopefully October's a, a bit better. Um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. You know, October second, yeah. October third, I should say, is when we're recording, and it's the uh, first day of the week. Uh, and so obviously the market's starting out hot. Mm-hmm. It's good. Good sign. Yeah, and um, maybe this month will be a little less painful. But hey, leading the charge. On the up market um, is oil. Bad news for car drivers. Good news for oil stock owners. Um, OPEC Plus, which is like the Middle Eastern oil producing countries, um, plus Russia, I think. Um, they are cutting their production by a million barrels or so to artificially inflate oil prices because it is. $83 today. It's up 4.5% today on that news per barrel uh, for crude oil. I remember when gas prices were at their highest, it was like $100 a barrel. Yeah, I mean, at one point it actually reached like 120 uh, Yeah, earlier this high. year. It was sitting in the in the 110s for quite a while, probably about two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, to see gas prices come down to like $84 now, barrel or not gas but oil prices come down to 84 a barrel Mm -hmm. um and gas prices really not change much actually come up a little bit uh Mm -hmm. since the uh beginning of august kind of stinks and to see that they uh want to increase prices even Mm -hmm. more is just shows how greedy uh oil companies can be but you know they're taking advantage of it and and who's going to stop them there it's supply and demand it's simple supply and demand if you have supply and there's increased demand because these countries are you know limiting their production then mm-hmm. well prices go up that's how it works yeah and part of the already oil decrease we've seen is russia um already shutting off one of their pipelines i believe as a war tactic so yeah i mean we should have known 2022 was going to be a doozy when uh 
we heard about a war in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wish I had just sold everything at that point. I would have saved a lot of money. Um, yeah. Obviously, you're never going to be right. People that are yeah. right are extremely wealthy and have a cheat code that we don't know how they got. So mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of luck, and you just got to roll with the punches. You know, a big thing is uh, patience. Patience in times like this, you know, that's very that's the key to a successful trader or a successful, mm-hmm. you know, financial person, I guess, in general. It's just patience. Like, yeah. over a 20-year or even a 10-year period, we could see huge gains, but right now we're getting punched in the face, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel very good. Um, but based on this oil news, I am definitely excited to share my stock suggestion of the day mm. the pot of the episode. I got a perfect one yeah. in mind, um, but yeah, it kind of stinks hearing about OPEC Plus and uh, you know doing that. But obviously, they can do whatever the crap they want. They're the ones with the oil supply. Yeah, and uh, if it wasn't so poopy, I feel like there's a joke to be made about like OPEC Plus and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Um, yeah. I feel like there's something there, but it's just too bad news to even make a joke about. Yeah, well, you know, it especially stinks because we were supposed to, you know, the U.S. was supposed to make an Alaskan pipeline, but we wanted to be, uh, uh, I guess, energy efficient. Um mm. We cut that off, and so now you know our gas could probably be, wouldn't say half, but maybe ten, twenty percent less than it is right now if we had that Alaskan pipeline. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'd rather cut yeah. that off, and uh, everybody, the American consumer especially, feel the feel the pain of that. Yeah, dollar is strong right now, though at least, so that's nice. And it I mean, a little bit in ways we don't see, but everything else is still too crappy for that effect to be uh, noticed. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of negatives right now. There's definitely a lot of negatives, but the, you can look at the positives. I mean, there's negatives to the dollar being strong, and there's positives. I mean, our money works really well in foreign markets right now. Mm-hmm. So but if you want to go on vacation, yeah, I'm saying if you want to go on vacation, go on vacation. This is a good time, um, especially overseas. If you got a senior trip coming up or whatnot, or just fall break even. I mean, for mm-hmm. us, that's two weeks from now. So yeah. maybe I'll make a last-second trip to Europe. <laughs> probably yeah. not go probably. go use the euros yeah seriously they suck right now yeah so anyway i feel like we've there's probably a point in time where we've seen something certain economic situation like we're seeing right now uh unfortunately i don't think any of us were alive during that uh or at least us two uh the hosts definitely were not um it's been a while so it's kind of just dis- it's kind of disappointing because we don't know how to react we're kind of doing this on on our own and so mm-hmm. One of the things that I wanted to talk about were just how to survive a market like this because yeah. it's easy to panic. It's easy to lose faith and say, I'm never coming back um, because I was treated dis- you know, disrespectfully. Not that the market can treat you disrespectfully, but it feels like you know, it. It feels like it. It feels like a slap in the face and you got Dude. spit on, and a little mm-hmm. bit is. So you just got to remember in bear markets that you have to sell rallies like we saw in August and July. That you have to sell at that. You, it, it's it guaranteed. It was guaranteed that the market was not going to just be butterflies and rainbows uh, since June sixteenth, the, the original market bottom. You have to sell the rallies um, and make sure you take profits when you can. Uh, you know, it was a red flag that almost everything I owned was green, and I didn't take that red flag as a notice that I need to get out. Um, mm. But then again, it's 
the opposite in bull markets. In bull markets, you need to buy the dips and the breakouts. So like right now, you don't know when the bull market's going to start. Um, so it's still good to buy during a bear market, um, but you just got to be careful. You got to know, can't really mark. You'll never be able to time the market. Yeah. That's not something that's possible. Um, can't ever do it perfectly, uh, but you just got to keep your eyes yeah. on it and you can't just put in a trash can and never look at it again. You have to actually, yeah. especially in markets like this. Yeah. And in a terrible market like we're in, uh, Ethan, I kind of want to talk about more ways to survive a bear market, save money. Um, one thing, the converse of this oil news, I guess you could say, and the, the government's green initiative is that there is a major tax credit being offered for um, hybrids and electric vehicles by the government. Um, so when you trade in on select vehicles, I mean, I don't. Or remember the website, but Prius, Tesla, Toyota, Hybrid Rav Four. That's the one I want. Hybrid Rav Four. That'd be nice. Um, you can get like seventy five hundred dollars off your taxes, which is big. Uh, yeah, uh, tax breaks for electric vehicles is, or even hybrids, like you're saying, mm-hmm. is extremely. My, I mean, my professor at at Western, he said that he's getting a tax break of seventy five hundred bucks mm-hmm. a year. That is insane, yeah. uh, especially for. I mean, I guess it, it's different for people our age who aren't really pulling in that much yeah. or uh, whatnot. But I mean, that's you got to take advantage of tax benefits. They're they're there for a reason. That's how rich yeah. people get even richer is because they know how to work around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't be mad at them. They just have the knowledge. Smart people succeed. Mm-hmm. Dumb people do not. So just got to be smart right. about it. Um, yeah, just surviving a bear market. There's three things that stand out to me when you're trying to survive, um, and that's cash. You know, have mm-hmm. are you meeting your cash needs? Like, have they been met? Are you being smart, wise with your money? You're not just blowing it all um, as soon as you get a paycheck or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also have to plan. This is something we touched on, budgeting and whatnot. Yeah. Plan how you're going to use your money. Uh, is your plan updated for these current market conditions? You know inflation is high right now. Are you putting your money in, you know, inflation, things that have faced extremely high inflation, or are you putting your money in things that, you know, are not so much affected by, you know, inflationary conditions? And also your behavior. That's the third thing that uh, I think is very important when trying to survive a bear market. Um, you know, focus on your behavior. Are you scared right now? Are mm-hmm. you acting scared? Are you not putting money into the market because you think it's just going to be lost. It's a lost cause at this point. Um, and then think back to earlier years, 2020, 2019, 2018, 2021, all these years where we were yeah. just bull market, bull market, bull market. Um, what were regrets you had during those times with how you used your money? Remember those regrets, learn from them, you know, stick to your plan, stick to your rules because there's a reason why you made them in the first place. Um, Anyway, quote I like to uh, think about and, and look back on just to get my mind right is that on the path to mastery, failure is your teacher. It, it's okay to fail. It's okay mm. to see negative four percent day. Uh, that hasn't happened in a minute, but has happened this year. It's okay to see that, um, but you got to learn from that mistake. And maybe you're like, well, how do I just learn from a you know a negative day? What what can yeah. I do different? It's not my fault. Everything went down. You're right. It isn't. Um, 
So to learn basically how you react and how you respond. Did you mm-hmm. freak out? Do you, is your risk tolerance not as high as you thought it was? Mm-hmm. You're panicking. Um, yeah. And if so, you need to get into more you know, risk-free assets, U.S. Treasury bonds, whatnot, bills, and mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. So anyway, there's a lot. There's a lot you can yeah. do. Uh, but those are three things that can help you, you know, survive a bear market. That's what I'm trying to focus on. Is you know, yeah. Are my if are my cash meets or cash needs met? Has my plan updated, or am I sticking to my original plan? And then, how's my behavior changed? Yeah, and there's always something to be learned in every situation, and it's not wasted if you learn from it. If you can use it to grow, it's not a loss, even if your mom- numbers are red. Hundred um, percent, my mantra. But yeah, um, and and another thing is, is just like. Everybody's got tendencies. So, mm-hmm. you know, how you do one thing is more than likely how you're going to do everything. So if you're lazy when it comes to schoolwork, you're going to be lazy in the stock market. You know yep. what I mean? You're going to find every opportunity to not do research. Yeah, uh, I found myself being very lazy early on, just listening to what everyone said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. I joined discords that all have their own, you know, stock recommendations. Mm-hmm. So I would... I would buy them and I lost a lot more money than, you know, I, this is my favorite story of all time when it comes to how bad of an investor I was to start. So I identified in October, 2020 that Ford was at set. This is, yes, it's Ford as always, but Ford was at always seven, 100% always got to be, but it was, you know, Ford stock was at $7 and 40 cents to me. A company like Ford should never be that, that cheap ever. I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care what mm-hmm. the, the market conditions are. I don't think Ford should ever be below ten dollars, in my opinion. Um, saw it at seven forty, and I was five five seconds from clicking click and buying it. You know what I mean? Buying fifteen mm-hmm. shares or whatever, however many it was. Well, then we saw you know just fast forward a little bit. We saw Ford hit in like at the beginning of twenty twenty one twenty no the beginning of twenty twenty two. We saw mm-hmm. Ford hit like twenty five. Uh, so I'd be a very happy person right now. Uh, I can't promise I would have stayed in during that ride. I probably would have got out on, you know, double. Um, so about 14, 15. Uh, but still, you know what I mean? Uh, you got to understand how that works. So stop, you, if you know a company and you know a company's good and you recognize that it's good and mm-hmm. it looks way undervalued like that, you got to take advantage. Well, the mistake I made was I saw Ford five seconds from buying it. And I bought two companies instead because they were recommended in this Discord I was in. It was JE, which was like Just Energy or something, and then SPAQ, like Spock or something. I don't even think Spock is a stock anymore, uh, and JE sucks. So um, not good. Not good looks. I had to take both for a loss, uh, except for JE. I think I did get out on the Spock same day. Spock is not on the market anymore. <laughs> yeah, Spock, yeah, I'm telling you, it was like 14 bucks a share. 14.75 is what I bought it at. Mm. Not good looks at all. Um, so went from being able to double my money to selling one for a loss and, and probably the other for a loss. But at one point, it was it was up pretty big. So anyway, the point is, don't be a moron. Uh, stick to your don't be a moron. moron. That is the biggest takeaway of Just don't of be life. an idiot. Don't be a moron. Um, yeah. It's very easy to be a moron. So, and I'm just it kidding. Is. It's pretty hard to be a moron. In certain, anyway, we're moving on. Yeah. Don't be a moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the that's the moral of the story is do your own research uh you know we like to do research for you all um 
obviously we'd like it, you know, like you to do your own. So saying goes, do the research so you don't have to. But mm, then there it is. This I, I was trying to remember it. It had been a while. Um, anyway, good. You know, you get what you pay for with free advice. We're just having fun. So uh, yeah. when all the uh, the sayings in there right now. But I'm gonna fill up the word count on an essay. Yeah, yeah. You, you're just uh, in all these words. You're looking for phrases instead of like words, like phrases that can replace yeah. certain words. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, just remember, you know, you gotta you gotta survive in markets like this because there's gonna be markets where you you're gonna wish you were still in, and you're yeah. you're not going to be because you didn't survive. Um, you know, thriving. You know, surviving and thriving. That's something that humans have always. The two things that humans always have wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. So when it comes to the stock market, it's a, it's, hard, it's way easier to survive than it is to thrive, um, especially in a bear market. So you mm-hmm. you got to pay attention. Uh, that's the only way you can thrive. Um, so three yeah. things. I have them in front of me. This is funny. Uh, but anyway, three things uh, to help you thrive in a bear market. And that's looking for opportunity. Um, not a lot of opportunity out there right now, I'll be honest, <laughs> other than you can buy some stocks for a decent price. The funny thing is, as I was told in my class, that even with this market downturn, the stock market is still highly overvalued. Um, so you, you can take that with how you want to. Uh, made me a little nervous because who knows how far we can drop. No. Um, but it, I mean, you can look at the SP, S&P 500 over the last five years. It was way too big of a gain in way too short of amount of time from 2019 to 2022 or 2021 we'll say way too drastic um yeah it's hard to find opportunity in this current market especially as more reports come out and it looks worse and worse i mean the market was down 20 percent when unemployment was at the lowest point ever uh so imagine what it's going to going to look like when unemployment hits 6%, uh, yeah. if it does. Uh, you know, that's something we can't predict. But anyway, look for opportunity. And you have to remember your purpose. Is your purpose to make money on a day-to-day basis? You're probably going to lose. And you're probably in the wrong mm. thing. Um, but if your purpose is retire wealthy, leave money for your, your children, grandchildren, whatnot, or, you know, become a philanthropist once you retire, or travel the world, if that's your thing, well, you got to remember that. So you're not going to be able to retire if you just put your money onto a savings account. That's yeah. not going to work. Uh, maybe, maybe right now you're doing pretty good. A savings account is highly outperforming the market. I'm making 2.17, uh, 2.17% per month my money uh, compared to losing 25 or 26% this year uh, in the stock market. So I'm doing a lot better in my savings account, but that's not usually how it is. Um, and then also... Stocks go up, stocks go down. You just got to live. That's the third yeah. thing. Just live. Mm. Get get over it. Uh, it's not going to be roses and dandelions all the time. I always say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Sometimes you're going to be. Sometimes you're going to be down in the dumps, and that's okay. You. But this this is one thing. You can't spend your whole life wishing that the market would do what you wanted it to do, and then one day wake up and you're retired, and and you'd be like, oh, I just wasted all my time. Mm-hmm. I could have been focusing on something else. Could have been building Legos or. In a, Sudoku, getting a hot dog Costco uh, combo for one fifty. You know, you know, Dollar Tree is not everything under a dollar anymore. Everything's over a dollar. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that. That's uh, that's so crazy. That's some bull crap. I said we go and and burn down. Did we talked about Tree. that last week. We did. I don't even remember. Did. Oh wow! I said we go burn amazed. down Dollar Tree, bro. 
Seriously. Start a riot. Um, yeah. Main goal of a bear market is just to get through it because uh, that's why there's two sides of a market. It's never just one thing that will change back to a bull market eventually. So just get through it. Um, and some good news for people in college, newlyweds, early 20s looking to be a first time home buyer. Uh, saw reports two days ago that um, Zillow experts, the realty company, expected to be a buyer's market next year, as early as next year. And that stuff's going to come down because we're starting to see these rates go up. People can't pay their mortgages, defaults. The demand's going to go down for loans. So the interest rates are going to come down to make them more approachable. And so get through this market because after it, Great time to buy a house. Great time to buy property. You're scaring me a little bit with these. Uh, it sounds a lot like 0809 over here with these uh, people not being able to pay their mortgages and stuff. It's scaring me a little bit, I'll be honest. But uh... Different type. This is like they can't match the rates. It's people that were formerly able to pay. And 0809, it was people that were never going to be able to pay. So it's a little different. Good. I'm, I'm glad a lot that... of them are like hotel and commercial loans businesses mm. can't pay the interest rates yeah yeah okay that makes me feel a little bit better um, yeah it's not it's not the greater population it's it's really just going from like two percent of residential defaults to four percent residential defaults on their loans but still that kind of it's going to correct itself uh, i mean up. yeah i mean the market's been inflated that's why we're seeing this downturn it's been inflated let's be honest it's been uh yeah. two two rapid of increases um to our our stock market and general financial markets so in bulking season now it's time to cut exactly yeah. great great uh bodybuilding reference there um or workout reference there yeah Deal. Well, hey, back yeah. to the live thing. You know, just living. I got, I got three things that people uh, to get take. A lot of threes today. Hello. No, I got a lot of threes. So this is my last three thing. Three that threes. I can think of. Three threes. There's the three. The third three. So good they cannot ignore you. So the reason why I put that here is because it's, it doesn't really have to do with anything that we've talked about, other than looking for opportunity, which is from the last one. And if the bot, you know, if unemployment's starting to rise. You know, if job if jobs are starting to decrease, be able to differentiate differentiate yourself from others. You have to be better. Uh, you have to be so good that they cannot ignore you. Mm. I don't care about your GPA. Let's be honest. I mean, maybe a little bit. Maybe your first job, they're going to prefer a four zero student over a two five student. Mm. Um, but you know got to show them what you have done uh, if you want to be a banker you have to show that you've interned with a bank that you've worked with a bank that you know what happens in a bank the kid who just does it the classes and never applies that information in real life will not get the job over you what makes you better than somebody else uh and let's be honest you know you're you're in class you have friends in your classes it's a competition between your friends i don't i don't care like you you can still be friends but like you're going to be happy for them that they got your your dream job because you didn't work hard? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. So just be so good that they cannot ignore you, um, especially applies to a job market that we have not seen in a little while because, you know, basically since 2016, uh, that administration did a good job of putting market or putting bringing jobs back to America. Um, and, and we're not seeing that as much right now just because of compressing economic conditions. Um, and then number two. 
The job you work in five years may not even exist right now. So why are you worried? You know what I mean? Like, just live. Take a deep breath. Remember your purpose. Like I said in the last one. Yep. Things change. People change. Markets change. Uh, I just had the worst voice crack. Your your voice changes. Um, Cross code does not change, though. One thing that will always remain stable in this in America, hopefully the world, is that the Costco hot dog will forever be a dollar fifty for a combo. Um, and then third and last of my final third three uh, list of three is just take stress off your boss. So what I mean by that is once you do have that job. We'll see promotions by taking stress from the people above you. Uh, if you take mm-hmm. stress off their shoulders, they're gonna be like, "Shoot, this person's awesome. They're doing my job for me. So why not? Why not give them an, a promotion and have them work side by side with me?" Um, so the, the last three lists that I just listed was like kind of off topic, but kind of can apply as well, uh, yeah. especially in unstable market conditions and, and an unstable job market. Uh, that's that's all for me. I mean, if we want to move to stock suggestions or, or whatnot, or if you just want to yeah, put up with something let's else. Let's go ahead and uh, do suggestions. I ain't got nothing else. Deal. Do you want to go first? or? Yeah. Mine for this week is Nike. Big Nike fan. Uh, shoes over there. Yeah, big sneaker problem. Um, so, yeah, naturally a big Nike guy. But they uh, Nike has also recently beat their revenues and then went down after market. It's the strangest thing. It's because the investors are looking at the short-term inventory problems that Nike's facing because of the COVID supply chain disruptions going on. Um, so it's a, it's a short-term problem, but it positions us for a long-term gain because the stock is pretty underpriced. Um, I mean, since let's say May, even in March, it's been a pretty average hundred to one ten dollar window, oscillating kind of back and forth between that. Um, and it's at eighty five today. It's up today, but it came down when investors saw the increase in earnings, but the problems in inventory, and that might hurt it short term. I think the support is going to be low eighty. Um, if it breaks that. Probably not good, but I don't think it will go much below 80, if at all. Um, and it is a fundamentally strong company that I really like. Um, so, yeah, Nike is my recommendation for this episode. How about you, Ethan? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was working when I was searching for mine. Actually, I knocked my camera over, so the YouTube channel is going to see a cool yeah, little blooper. Like frozen. Uh, it's an L. You hear me? L City. I can hear him. Did. Hmm. Hilarious. I have to edit this. <laughs> you good? I haven't I heard a word you said. Can you hear me? No, I can. Okay, yeah, I could hear you, and then when you turned your camera off, I couldn't anymore. But anyway, three, two, one, go. Okay, so while I was searching for mine. I was searching for my my stock pick. I actually knocked over my camera, so uh, mm. YouTube's going to get to see a fun little clip of that. But moving on, 
my pick for today uh, or for this episode is ET stock like ticker symbol ET. It's energy transfer. Um, a pretty cheap stock, eleven dollars thirty four cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's being up 2.81% today. Uh, so they gained about 31 cents. So typically sitting around that 30, I mean, sorry, that $11 uh, sign. But the good thing about them and why I actually am suggesting them now is because if oil prices are going to increase, uh, crude oil, natural gas, and whatnot, um, Energy Transfer owns a large platform of crude oil, natural gas, and uh, natural gas-like supplements or, or whatever they're called, uh, alternatives. Uh, the volume typically sitting around 20, 20 million. So it is actively traded. Like people are buying and selling the stock. There will be days where it's up 2.81% and days where it's down 0.81%, uh, which is actually a good thing to me. Uh, I don't want a stock that just sits there and picks its nose all day. Um, you know what I mean? So that's a good thing for me. It's we market pick your cap- nose so you don't have to. Right. We pick your nose so you don't have to. Exactly. But we do suggest that you pick your nose occasionally. Um, occasionally. So the market cap is pretty good. Uh, it's definitely not a Nike or an Apple, obviously, uh, but it has $35 billion as its market cap. That's pretty good. Its beta is pretty high, though. Uh, it's 1.84. Um, I think that might be due to oil uh, companies just in stocks just absolutely outperforming the market this year. Uh, maybe not, but I think that might be having to do something with that. Um, its PE ratio is about 9.07, so it hits that t- that territory of value stock, which I like to see. Its dividend is massive, 8.34%. Uh, so you're getting about a dollar p- per share, and it's only $11. Uh, you know, you pour 100, 100 bucks into it, $110, we'll say. You get 10 shares, you're making what, roughly 8 to $10 a share. Or, or uh, eight to ten dollars, you know, for your holding per time that they pay the, the dividend, uh, which is nice. Um, and also, just always this one, like literally, I've either always owned ET or was always watching it. Uh, it just does. Yeah. It just does good. Um, that's what you like to see. You like to see a consistent cool. stock. You know, I bought it uh, around June sixteenth, uh, so it was actually pretty low at that point it was around ten dollars and 13 cents i rode it all the way to about mid august and sold it for about like 1236 ish now it's sitting about 1134 uh and you know just like a week ago you could have bought it for 1022 mm-hmm. so i believe that train's going to continue back up about that 1250 range if not continue to go up past that especially if uh you know crude oil prices are going to go up yeah. um so anyway that's my stock yeah. pick uh, but yeah yeah I think that'll do it for us this episode um, check out the YouTube if you're an audio listener if you're a YouTube listener check out the Spotify um, mm-hmm. yeah hopefully this is up in a pretty timely manner depends on how lethargic I am in editing it and how lethargic I am in posting it because uh, that does take time as well. Uh, yeah. Not not as much time as to edit it, but yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I've gotten pretty speedy, and I'm just lazy sometimes. But fair, that's fair. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, thanks for joining. I uh, hope you enjoyed and join the Discord if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're hoping to be way more active on that, um, but we just also need active members on it. Um, so right. just join that. No one won the. Uh, the uh, giveaway. Uh, yeah, no one. That's pretty pathetic. No one texted me. No one texted Garrett. Y'all are so silly. You could have had two dollars. Two whole big ones. But well, 
we move on, we live, and we keep our two dollars. So we're not upset. We live, we thrive, we survive. Yeah. We live, we we survive, we thrive, baby. That's how it is. All right, we will see you on the next one.